It's Friday, September 29th, 2017. I'm Herbie Newell, and this is the Defender Podcast, a daily encouragement to mobilize and equip the body of Christ to manifest the gospel to orphans and vulnerable children. This daily podcast is a ministry of Lifeline Children's Services, and I'm coming to you from Birmingham, Alabama. And today we are honored to have Jessa Swearingen with us, and she works in our Kansas office. And in that office there in Topeka, she has the great opportunity to work with our hosting program. And we have some exciting announcements that are going on with our hosting program. We have been partnering for several years now with Safe Families for Children, which is located in Chicago, Illinois, and and is put on by Lydia Holmes. And they have been a great partner that we have worked with and hosting, and we've seen some great things happening with that partnership there in Kansas. But the Lord has just opened up some doors and opened up some opportunities with the things that we've seen in Kansas for us as Lifeline to actually start our own hosting program and to start that there in Kansas. Now, certainly we would hope that one day we would be able to take this hosting program to the other states where we're licensed to be able to work with families and children on the ground in many communities. But for now, at least for the next you know year and a half to two years, we really want to focus on growing our hosting program there in Topeka and throughout Kansas. And Jessa is God's instrument by which we see that he's going to do that on the ground there in Kansas. And I'm just excited for you to hear her heart. And so Jessa, just start off today and, and tell everyone what is hosting anyway. So whether we call it safe families or as we're going to call it harbor families, what is hosting and what is a hosting program? Well, Herbie, it's good to talk to you. Thanks for having me on the podcast today. Hosting is an opportunity to do life with another family that you maybe wouldn't have had a chance to interact with or meet them without having the parameters of a hosting ministry. So hosting is whenever a family, maybe they're in crisis for a variety of reasons. Maybe somebody lost their job or maybe they don't have a safe place to live right now, or they're going through a medical crisis and they just need somebody to be an extended part of their network, uh, like a friend or a neighbor or a church member to be a support to them to watch their kids. And so if we're honest, we all have a lot of people in our life, if we're fortunate to be that network, to be that, that support system to help us, especially if times get hard. And a lot of families, they just don't have that. They don't have any kind of support or or network to help them and they're really isolated so these families they need someone who is going to be there to be in their corner to support them to root for them to to walk alongside them when things get hard and part of that is to watch their kiddos and keep them overnight in their home while a parent who's in crisis can get back up on their feet so it's a really wonderful opportunity to live out the gospel to be hospitable and not just in an entertaining way about, well, I have really great toys or I've got all these great things that a kid will think is fun in my house. But so much more than that of, you know, I really want to open up my life and, and my heart and, and share all the, the wonderful things that Christ has allowed me to see that he's worked in my life. And I want to share that with this family and not not just be closed off to them. So that's that's a little bit of what hosting looks like. So we know the ingredients, obviously, is a family in crisis. And certainly there, unfortunately, are many families in crisis that would need hosting. But talk a little bit about what are the needs, specifically there in Kansas, 
to be able to do harbor families, to be able to provide families? What are some needs both from a church level, but also if an individual family is listening to this in Kansas, how do they get involved and what's needed to make a hosting arrangement uh, full and complete and healthy? That's a great question. I think that the first thing that we need um, is prayer before anything else. We need so much prayer in Kansas for this ministry. Um, We need prayer for the families who are in crisis, that they wouldn't stay isolated. And the church is a huge part of this. We we really desire is is the Kansas office and the Kansas team to be that connecting point, to be that um, just that introduction for families to, to be a part of the church and to have families who are in the church welcome them. So if you are an individual family, we really need you to pray for yourself as well and figure out how do you fit in this big picture? Because part of our, our Harbor ministry is hosting, but ultimately we need people to be a coach. We need somebody who is going to walk alongside a family no matter what. So, so we need families who aren't afraid of getting your hands dirty and getting a little bit gritty and walking along something that, that you have the, the bravery to say, I don't really know what this looks like. And I've never experienced this before. And I don't have all the answers, but I'm willing to stick it out with you and let's figure it out together. And so we just need some people who are willing and who are learners and people who love the Lord and have known that Jesus hasn't left us no matter what. Even when things looked really hard and they looked tough, he was there. And we need people with that same spirit. We need people who are going to walk alongside families and show them this is what Jesus means when he says that, you know, he is always there and that he's comfort and that he's encourager and that, you know, he, he wants good things for us. And we want to celebrate that and live that out. So if you're a church, you know, we, we need you to, to promote this. We need you to talk about this. We need you to, to celebrate and uphold doing life together and to present this as a way for people to give out that mandate and that calling where Jesus says, hey, you're going to be a minister of reconciliation. So this is one of the tools and one of the ways that we get to, to live out this job and this calling that God has given us to, to for a really long time, as long as it takes, right, to, to be with people and to help them not just be reconciled with fellow people in their situation on earth, but be reconciled to their creator and to God. And so so if you're a church, we need you as a whole body, but we also need individuals. We need single people. We need married people. We need families that have kids and families that don't have kids. This is a ministry for everyone. Even if you think, you know what, Jessa, this sounds great, but I can't have kids come stay in my house, or I, I don't know that I'm ready for that, or my life just isn't set up like that. We need you to be a coach. We need you to walk with these families and be their friend. A lot of these these families, they don't have a friend, or at least not a friend that that doesn't want something of them, or if they can't provide a need or a purpose that they get cast aside, we need somebody to show what unconditional love looks like. Because if we don't, how are they ever going to know the unconditional love of Jesus and what that looks like? Amen. And wow, we have certainly, and I know even in, you know, your brief time working with our hosting program and now with Harbor Families, you've seen really just this full circle where not only have you seen families have been helped uh, when a Harbor family, when a, when a host family comes and provides us a, a, a secure place for their child, uh, when a coach comes alongside of a birth parent, but you've seen life transformation in these mamas and daddies. And so just, just, just quickly tell us a, tell us a story of how you've seen this full circle and how you've seen the restoration in a, in a birth family. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Um, I feel like 
we joke a lot and we'll say that we just show up to work every day and God does miracles. And um, it sounds like it's this big work that we do, but it really is God who's reconciling families and who's restoring them. And um, I think, for example, we, we have a situation right now, we're working with a, a young lady who she's incarcerated and um, she's got a, a little one, a precious little one who's being hosted right now. And uh, the host family, the host, the Harbor host family, they're actually bringing up baby to see mom and pouring into mom. And um, this, this legal parent, she actually has decided to make a decision to follow Jesus for the first time and starting that faith journey. And it's just been such a blessing to see that we don't always get to see that, that fruit, you know, the, the harvest, a lot of times it's doing a lot of work of, or planting seeds and stuff, which is great and it's needed. But, but I think, you know, there, we see the, the wonder of that, of, of coming full circle with, with her starting this relationship with Jesus. But I also see, you know, even the tiny, tiniest of things, I see little kids who are with other children who are being hosted and they ask them, do you know what John 3:16 means? Do you know what eternal life is and that Jesus loves you? And so from, from a host mom to a little kid to, to somebody who maybe is older or who doesn't even know that, that they have a, a role to play in this, we're seeing people share the gospel in the best way they know how. And God is taking that obedience and he's manifesting it. I don't even know how many times full. We, we'll never know how, how big of an impact this is in the kingdom of God because we can't even count it. And so I don't know that we'll ever fully know um, the impact that these volunteers are having. But I mean, I've, I've seen women who have come to understand that they have value. I've seen dads say that they want to be an even better parent or a better dad or who've been um, accepted into a church family and haven't been judged for where they are and have just been loved on and have had their view of the church be changed. And I just see little bits of healing and seeds being planted all of the time which is huge. And so we we're excited for where it's going to go. And we're excited for how God is just presenting even more opportunities and how we're growing. And so we just need more people. We need people who want to see where God is working and where he's moving locally because he is, I mean, he's building his kingdom everywhere right here. And we talk about it all around the world because it is happening all around the world. I think sometimes we shortchange God or we shortchange his ability to work right in our own backyard, but he is. And I feel like this is just an amazing opportunity. If people really want to see where God is working, where he's moving, then you've got to do Harbor Families. He will not disappoint you. He will not um, leave you in silence. He will show you where there is need. He will show you how great his mercy is. And he will show you that there's nothing short to pray for. And he'll, he'll show you where to get to work. Amen. And certainly we have seen the the beauty of the body of Christ coming together to work in these hosting arrangements. And, you know, why, like we said, we, we certainly are not leaving the safe families model because there's anything wrong or uh, that, that we didn't get along with, but, but we've just seen so many opportunities in Kansas to be able to work closely with the, 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 the homes there and the families there and the state there and to see a hosting program uh, that, can, that can be done on a local level from a church and that we can see churches really respond and open up their arms and open up their community to these families in need. And so we're just excited and would just ask that you pray with us as we begin this journey into Harbor Families. And certainly, 
if you're listening to this podcast and you're in Kansas, I just encourage you to get in touch with Jessa and our team there in Kansas and see how your church or your family can get engaged with Harbor families. Maybe you want to become a family coach. Maybe you want to become a host family or, or maybe your church is a church that can stand in the gap for these women in crisis, for these men in crisis, and ultimately for these kids. And we're just very excited to see this. And we just count today even the official launch of what we will call Harbor Families Through Lifeline Children's Services started right there in Kansas. But if you're not in Kansas, we just would ask that you pray. Pray for this program. Pray for our team. Pray that they would continue to go forward with integrity as we run this program, that we would continue to learn the lessons that God has for us to learn so that we can have a program that's truly glorifying to him and honoring to him and, and, and a program that will reach many children and many families. And so Jessa, just as we call to prayer and as we close this podcast, just give some folks, give the folks an idea of how they can be praying for you, your team and for Harbor families. Yeah. Um, I would ask for prayer for our team that we would continue to have discernment and wisdom uh, working with these families uh, pray that we get an abundance of volunteers to walk with them. Uh, I just pray. I ask for prayer and, and continue to pray myself. Um, just that that hope would not feel lost. Um, a lot of times for these families, when we, we meet them, um, they just feel like there is no, uh, there is nothing good that's going to come um, or that the crisis is too big. And so I just ask that you'll pray for their hearts, that they'll see um, beyond the crisis and that nothing is too big for our God to handle and to intervene. Um, and I I just ask for prayer too. We, we work so closely with other entities and other organizations that are serving families in crisis. And so pray for our relationship to continue to be strong with those entities like homeless shelters and other crisis centers and um, different services for children and families and hospitals and our relationships with them are growing, but they can always be stronger. And so, so pray that we will be a united front in meeting all the, the needs, be a holistic approach in serving these families who come our way because they're not just our families. Uh, they're, they're usually working with lots of other people too. So, so pray in those ways, but also pray for your church, pray for your church, especially Maybe if these are people that, that you haven't encountered before, or you don't know how they would be welcomed if they came inside your doors. I would just ask that you continue to pray for your church to continue to be mission-minded and to be with those who don't quite look like you or who don't quite have the same life experiences that you do or do, who don't have the same clothes that you do or smell like you do and ask that the Lord would continue to soften you and, be, and ready you to, to engage with these people not just to be around them or tolerate them, but to fully welcome them and embrace them into your life. And, and I think that's a good place for us to start. But we just, we just pray ultimately, you know, that these people would find Jesus and also that we would find them. So, so a lot of people are afraid to ask for help um, or to admit that they're in crisis. So I just ask that you'll pray for families who are suffering in silence and that uh, the spirit would just prompt them to ask for help too. 
Amen. And so as we just close this podcast, we pray Isaiah 61 verses one through three over this Harbor families and over the the families that need the help uh, of Harbor families. Isaiah says, the spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to bring good news to the poor. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and the opening of the prison to those who are bound, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all who mourn, to grant to those who mourn in Zion, to give them a beautiful headdress instead of ashes, the oil of gladness instead of mourning, the garment of praise instead of a faint spirit. They, they will be called oaks of righteousness, the planning of the Lord that he may be glorified. Thanks for listening to the Defender Podcast. For more information or to connect with me, please visit HerbieNewell.com. To partner with Lifeline, visit LifelineChild.org. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook by searching for Lifeline Child. You can email us directly at info at LifelineChild.org. Beloved, will you allow God to use the gospel through you to impact the life of a child? Please contact us because we are here to defend the fatherless. We'll see you again next week for the Defender Podcast.